0: this is the Ike Wingate Show. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to another day, another show. Here we are on Wednesday, April 26, 2023. Hope you are ready for a fun morning ahead. Celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, plus the headlines. From around the country and around the world that you need to know. A dad was arrested for piercing his son's ear. We told you that story earlier this week. It has gone viral. We have more details on that story. That's coming up next hour. Plus, Stranger Than Fiction features a guy who tried to smuggle heroin inside of some chili powder. And cow petting. It's a certified therapy now. Now. Some people. We got uh, all that more coming up today on the show. It's being brought to you this hour by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call at 479 253 1234. And a very pleasant good morning to you. We are headed to a high of 56 today, 60% chance of rain tonight. Showers likely, 47 hour low, a 70% chance of rain tomorrow and 60 for the high Friday, a 30% chance of rain and a high around 68. Celebrity birthdays now. Luke Bracey is 34. He plays Johnny Utah in the Point Break remake. Jemima Kirk, who plays Jessa Johansson on Girls, is 38. Emily Wickersham, that's Ellie Bishop, on NCIS. Jessica Lynch is 40. The POW who was rescued in Iraq back in 2003. She's a fifth grade teacher now. Uh, Channing Tatum. Many movies, he's done. He is 43. Jordana Brewster, that's Mia Toretto in the Fast and Furious movies. She's 43. Stana Katic, Detective Kate Beckett on Castle, is 45. Pablo Schreiber, the star of the Halo TV series, is 45. Avant, the R&B singer, is 45 today. Tom Welling, who plays Clark Kent on Smallville, is 46. Ivana Meleshevich is 49, who plays Carrie... Well, I don't know what that movie is. I'm going to stay away from that. Uh, Jay DeMarcus from Rascal Flats is 52. Melania Trump, former first lady, is 53 today. T. Tebaz Watkins from TLC is 53. Kevin James, you remember him from The King of Queens and several other things, comedian. 58 today, Jet Li from The Expendables movies. He's yin-yang in there, and he is 60 today. Michael Damien, actor-singer, 61. Who else we got? Moff Gideon on The Mandalorian. Real name? Gian- Giancarlo Esposito. 65 today. Carol Burnett is 90? Okay, it's National Pretzel Day. We're night uh, 18 days away from Mother's Day. On this date in history, Captain John Smith landed at Cape Henry, Virginia to establish the first permanent English settlement in America. That happened in 1607. John Wilkes Booth, the assassin of Abraham Lincoln, back on this date in 1865, was killed by federal troops near Port Royal, Virginia, 50 miles south of Washington. On this date in 1986, Arnold Schwarzenegger married Maria Shriver. On this date in 1986 as well, the worst nuclear reactor disaster of the 20th 20th century occurred at Chernobyl at least 31 Soviets were killed instantly that is a there's a fascinating series on this called Chernobyl I don't know if it's on Apple I can't remember but found it very interesting worth the watch for sure especially if you're not really familiar with I learned a lot about nuclear power and how it works just from watching that show very entertaining I mean it's a drama series not a documentary if you're worried about that anyway on this date in 1989, Lucille Ball died at the age of 77. Go, uh, let's see, in 2000, Governor... Was he the governor at the time? Yeah, uh, sorry, that's 2005. Jeb Bush signed the Stand Your Ground bill in the into Florida law. Kelly Pickler eliminated American Idol on this date in 2006. What else we got here? George Jones died at the age of 81 back on this date in 2013. Man, I remember that day. Remember that day for sure. All right. And finally, in 2018, Bill Cosby found guilty on all three charges of sexual assault back in 2018. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Random fact number one. Doing things that scare you will make you happier. I don't know, just because of the relief afterward or what? But... Your next random fact, being alone for a long time is as bad for your health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. So, isolation is not good for us. We were made to interact. Made to interact. The two most effective treatments for battling depression are exercise and spending time with pets. So, hey, if you're feeling a little depressed, try it out. Exercise. Spend some time with your pets or somebody else's pet. Go pet somebody else's pup. I don't know, but it's worth a shot, right? Women who have mostly male friends stay in a good mood more often. I wonder why that is. What are you trying to say there, Random Fact Machine? Are you saying that female friends create drama and no more happiness because of it? I'm just, I'm trying to read between your random fact lines. Don't. Don't shoot the messenger here. All right, here we go. And for some reason, we seem to ignore the ones who adore us and pay more attention to those who ignore us. That's kind of a weird rhyme. Kind of a morbid, sick fortune cookie. We seem to ignore the ones who adore us and pay more attention to those who ignore us. Weird. All right, final one here. Listening to music utilizes the entire brain. So while you're not listening to me and you're back to music, your entire brain is being used. When I'm on, you're just using like 20% of your brain. Yeah, we'd like to keep it simple for you. All right, good morning. And we are headed to a high today around 56 with a 60% chance of rain. Tonight, 47 with showers for the low and 70% chance of rain and a high tomorrow around 60 This hour is being brought to you by Thurman & Flanagan, Attorneys at Law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Looking now at your headlines from around the country and around the world. First up is U.S. stocks fell after First Republic's earnings revived banking worries. The bank's shares sank more than 49% yesterday, a day after it disclosed that it had lost around $100 billion in deposits back in March trading was halted several times yesterday. First Republic was the worst performer in the S&P 500. According to Dow Jones market data, the index index fell 1.6%, while the Dow declined 1%, and the NASDAQ down 2%. Your next headline, shoppers looking for price uh, price breaks on basics may have to wait. Consumers remained willing to pay more for burgers, soda, diapers, and other everyday items in the beginning of the year. That lifted sales of companies like PepsiCo, Huggies, Kimberly-Clark, and McDonald's, which saw same-store sales rise more than 12% in the last quarter compared with a year ago. Some executives have expressed caution about shoppers' endurance for higher prices as the labor market softens and the threat of a recession looms. Consumers have pulled back on big-ticket price, uh, big-ticket purchases, though General Motors bucked that trend and raised its profit outlook for the year. And your next headline, Tucker Carlson still has plenty of opportunities in broadcasting, despite his ouster from Fox News, according to media observers. History shows that departing star anchors have struggled to recreate the reach that they enjoyed at the conservative news network. Some advertisers, on the other hand, see potential upside. Fox News could stand a benefit if it replaces Carlson with someone less controversial, ad buyers say. But he had the highest rating, so I don't see how that works. The network parted ways with the host after disparaging remarks that he made about colleagues were disclosed during a legal battle with Dominion voting systems. We have not heard officially that that's the reason, though, have we? Carlson declined to comment on his future plans. And our next headline is President Biden announced yesterday he is running for reelection. All right, we don't need to harp on that. Next headline, the future of U.S. aid to Ukraine turns on Kiev's success on the battlefield. Ukraine has been gearing up for a spring offensive aimed at ousting Russia's forces from swaths of its territory. The Biden administration insists that the U.S. will provide aid to Kiev for however long it takes. But continued assistance has become a flashpoint among some Republicans who control the House, influenced by a small but vocal opposition. While the number of voters who believe the U.S. is providing the right amount of support has remained stable, an increasing number of people believe that Washington is too involved. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. And we are headed to a high today of 56 under a chance of rain, 60 percent chance of rain, and tonight's low 47. Showers are likely tomorrow a 70 percent chance of rain and 60 for the high Friday, 30% chance and 68% as well for the high. Okay, not something you always love to hear when it's a kind of a strange story, and that is an Arkansas man arrested for felony ear piercing. Yes, we told you about this story on Monday. Basically, this guy pierced his son's ear in Tawny Town, and apparently he went to school, talking about it because deputies showed up at this dad's house asking him questions he would only answer a little bit they came back with a warrant arrested him for basically piercing an ear and not being a an approved licensed facility so it's gone viral because it's uh, a really odd b they have video of them pulling the guy out of his home which is not the most you know that's not something you want to see typically right And so you automatically assume, okay, this guy's rights are being violated. But then you learn a little bit more about the charge and you go, okay, there's something that's not adding up here. Okay, So apparently the son showed up at school last Thursday with his ear pierced. He told his friends that his dad got drunk, put him in a chokehold, and shoved the needle in his ear. A teacher overheard it and reported it to school officials. The cops later showed up at the family house where the dad, Jeremy Sherland, admitted to piercing his son's ear, but refused to let them ask any further questions or talk to his son. Now, the cops, I guess, you know, spoke to prosecutors, got the arrest warrant, spoke to a judge, whatever. And under the state laws here in Arkansas, an unlicensed body art uh, occurrence or whatever. That's basically how they arrested him. Unlicensed body art on a person under 16. In an unlicensed facility. So the man refused the arrest. and That's why they forcibly took him into custody. Seems like an odd thing to be arrested for. Now, if it was child abuse or something, that's one thing. But here's the weird thing. The scuffle, the entire scuffle, is caught on video by the son who's heard saying that he wanted his ears pierced. And then he posted that video on TikTok. And in the caption wrote, I pierced my ear a year ago. And he got arrested because of it. Hashtag free my boy. Hashtag cop abuse. So did the kid actually lie in the first place at school about how his dad pierced his ear? Of course, then he's lying in the TikTok saying that he pierced his own ear a year ago. So what? where is the truth? Was he trying to look cool to his son, to his, uh, to his friends? And then the teacher overheard it? I don't know. It's, it's a really odd thing. It's not the best look for Arkansas, I'll say that. But uh, anyway, if the kid if the kid wanted his dad to pierce his ear and obviously didn't put him in a chokehold, is this something that his dad should be pulled out of the house for and arrested? I, I don't know about that. What do you think? 870-505-1518. Good morning. It's time for... Stranger than fiction. Well, there was this guy in Florida. Yeah, you know I'm going to say that. He was just enjoying a nice drive down the road with his favorite things. You know, probably an ice cold Coke. You know, maybe a beef jerky and a big bag of his favorite spices. His favorite cooking spices. Hmm. It's no fun when that gets interrupted by cops, is it? Well, last Thursday, police in Florida pulled over a 34-year-old guy named Daniel Barrera for driving with a revoked license. They, bu- they uh, looked inside the car, saw a large clear bag that was filled with a powder. Daniel said it was chili powder that his family sent to him from Guatemala. Oh, He was just out with a leisurely drive with a big bag of spices, right? The cop tested it, and guess what? It was heroin. Yeah, 29.7 grams of heroin, not chili powder. It's unclear what color it was, but that could have been a tip-off. Heroin apparently is white, brown, or gray, while uh, chili powder is more of a bright red. So I think cops knew what was going on from the get-go. Daniel was charged with driving with a revoked license, narcotics trafficking, and impersonating chili powder. That's stranger than fiction. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. 60% chance of rain today. Cooling off. Yeah, high 56 out there. Showers and 47 tonight. A 70% chance of rain tomorrow and a high around 60. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479 253 One, two, three, four. Well, move on over because dairy cattle could be good for your stress level. Michigan State University's Dairy Cattle Teaching and Research Center is helping people cope with the aftermath of a mass shooting in February by petting cows and goats. The cow petting event, which takes place once a month, has become a way for the center to give back to the community and offer an activity to de-stress. Here's the director of South Campus Animal Farms, Faith Cullins nobis talking about the program. This is an opportunity for us to give back to the community that supports us so much. Once a month, just putting on this event where people can come for a couple hours and hang out with cows, calves, and today we even have baby chicks. Okay, well, uh, you tell you what, here in Carroll County, you can just walk across the street if you don't have cows and chicks on your own property and pet some and maybe feel better yeah so you don't have to go to a special place when you live in our area right hey did you see that story the other day about 18,000 dairy cows yeah there was an explosion and anyway that's a big cup of warm milk too soon good morning and a very pleasant good morning to you. 60% chance of rain out there today. 56 are high. 47 are low tonight with rain likely. 70% chance of rain tomorrow and a high of 60. Are you a napper? Yeah, you're, you've you read stories about some very prominent people that were nap takers. I remember reading Ronald Reagan would take a like a 20-minute nap after lunch every day. Was it 20 minutes? Maybe I made that part up. Anyway... Uh, Apparently, especially for your early risers out there like us, I just have to be. I'm not really naturally an early riser, right? But naps, they can really help a person out. Yeah, really go the distance through the day. And a NASA study has some new info on the right length of a nap. The people at NASA are using their time to research something important, way more important than landing on the moon (laughs) Uh, or an asteroid that's headed right towards us just kidding Uh, NASA decided to study how long our nap should be and they found the perfect the perfect length for a nap is any guesses? 15 minutes? 1 hour? 45 minutes? the perfect length of a nap? 26 minutes 26 minutes if you nap for 26 minutes you'll be 54% more alert and 34% better at whatever you do next. Because at 26 minutes, you're only going through the first two stages of sleep. You're not entering the others. Which, those stages can make you feel groggy or even worse when you wake up. Okay? So, 26 minutes. Set a timer. Now you know. That's according to Business Insider. I'm going to take a nap before uh, I come back to you next here. About 26 minutes or so. Good morning. Good morning now your headlines the embattled son of u.s president joe biden has been ordered to appear in an arkansas courtroom next week the order is for hunter biden to appear in a batesville courtroom at 9 a.m on monday for a contempt hearing on a contempt charge and all other pending motions in an ongoing child support case biden has been in this legal dispute since may of 2019 when london roberts filed a petition against him for paternity and child support in Independence County. A temporary order for child support was issued in the case in January of 2020, followed by a child support order against Biden in March of 2020. And Arkansas state employees now have additional leave available for new parents after legislation was signed by Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders on Monday. She signed it an act that updates the Arkansas catastrophic leave policy to move maternity leave from four to 12 weeks. The legislation also adds maternity leave for families with a newly placed foster child under a year old. And finally, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson announcing formally today his campaign for president on the Bentonville Square. He's holding an event there to kick off his bid to become the Republican Party's Nominee. He said he's running for president in 2024 as an alternative for Republicans who are ready for the party to turn away from former President Donald Trump. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Happy Wednesday out there. Hey, don't forget, coming up tomorrow, every Thursday, we do the outdoor moment. Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors brings us the outdoor moment, something you might be looking at doing outside here in the Ozarks. He always gives us some great tips out there. Of course, brought to you by Arkansas Elite Welding School. That'll happen around 815 to 820 tomorrow morning and every Thursday morning right here. Well, 50% of us out there, we've got somebody out there online who we've never met. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about metaverses and virtual reality and AI, but now we're just real people who live in a real world, aren't we? And spend a ton of time online in fake places. But uh, we're connecting with other real people who we don't actually really even know. In a new poll, a whopping 50% of Americans say they have a friendship that's entirely online, meaning that they've met the person online, they talk to them there, communicate with them, they've never met them in person. This is more and more common. It's especially common for Gen Z, 68% of Gen Zers and 61% of Millennials, but 40% of Gen X and 27% of Boomers have at least one online friendship. I mean, I've got people who text in here on the show text line that I've never met in person, and that's okay, right? We all know each other in one way or another, and I tell you, I, you know, when I ran a business even... There were customers that I'd only dealt with on the phone and on email and had never actually met in person, which is kind of wild. It's just the way that technology affords some advantages, but obviously there's some disadvantages too. Getting face-to-face with somebody is the most valuable way to communicate, right? But when asked how those friendships compare to real friendships, 26% of people say online friendships are equally meaningful to those that exist in real life. 38% say they're less meaningful, and 13% say they're more meaningful than the real thing. Younger adults were far more likely to consider online friendships more meaningful, which that's not surprising. 25% of Gen Z said that was true, and just 2% of boomers agreed. So 2% of boomers are like, yeah, I've got friends online, but it doesn't mean much. (laughs) Good morning.